Hello? Before the coffee, before the coffee, before the coffee gets cold, before the coffee gets cold. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Before the Coffee Gets Cold, where we talk jack shit for as long as our coffee stays warm. I'm Becca. And I'm Rose. And this is going to be part two of our COVID extravaganza. I love that title. Um, in the in the previous episode, we talked about the first lockdown, how we found out about COVID, what the lockdown was like, our struggles, hobbies that we picked up. We talked also about the Black Lives Matter movement. All of that good, super fun, super happy stuff that we love to, you know, talk about all the time. Um, This episode, we're going to continue talking about COVID, but this time it's going to be after the first lockdown, sort of second year of university, because the first lockdown hit both of us sort of halfway, maybe a little bit over halfway through our academic, through our higher education experience. So let's hit it off. We talked about the first lockdown, which was from around March 2020 until when? Let me look at my bullet journal. Let's see if it's in here. Because um, I remember mm-hmm. travel restrictions were lifted in the UK late june early july that's why i was able to like go back to spain but that n- didn't necessarily mean that all the restrictions were lifted True. or that like the majority i think were that's another anyway, thing so. is like restrictions were never fully lifted i think they like would try and get rid of some but there was always like covid was like a thing the entire two like two years of our yeah experience i'm trying to think i feel like around Maybe, like, end of July, August, things were, like, not as strict. Like, maybe a little bit. Yeah, I would say That's when so. borders started opening up again. Um, I think it was because it wasn't flu season anymore. Exactly. And the virus couldn't... For what I know, the vir- viruses in general can't really survive, like, really high temperatures. I remember that was a big thing people were trying to... Because, obviously, no one knew. Like, no one knew about the the virus yeah. but that was a big thing going around is like the virus could just kill itself off just because it's summer um and we just weren't sure so yeah that's i think that's one of the main reasons why the restrictions got lifted yeah. um but there was still obviously covid it was still things were pretty i i feel like things started yeah. opening up again but like not fully i don't think like cinemas opened up like swimming pools stuff like that that was still more or less closed. Um, yeah. I remember, I think for me, are we studying from like when when we went back to the UK for second year? Or when does this, this part start for you? I would say, yeah, I would say beginning of, of second year. I would skip summer because yeah. to be fair, it wasn't that eventful because restrictions were still there, especially in Spain. You had to wear your yeah. mask even outside. Like they were, they were pretty tight, and I honestly could not tell you what I did that summer because I don't think I really did that much. 
that in my mind is still the same category of like we tried to stay in we like yeah. hung out with the same people like stuff like that I'd say I'd say beginning of second year because I feel like the UK was more relaxed yeah true with their restrictions yeah well so for me basically <laughs> um before before lockdown for the first lockdown happened um i had applied and done interviews to become um a residential advisor um which are those beautiful <laughs> which are those thing those things um those people who <laughs> take care of residents they're usually second or third years um and they just take care of people that live on campus in first years um so i applied for it i remember we did like a weekend of interviews and then like not long after the lockdown happened so around summer i got told to be fair at the beginning i got told that i i was like a i was like a backup ra so i wasn't technically mm. but they were still going to give me accommodation um and i just wouldn't be in charge of anything um and then we did training they got back to me and they were like oh you really like stood out to us a position's opened up do you want the spot and i was like yeah i want to get paid um <laughs> i need right the money. i'm that's literally that's why i did it because i was like i wanted to stay on campus and i wanted money um and so i was like yeah of course i'll do it um ended up staying at lewis court <laughs> which mm -hmm. is a shithole but everyone loves it um and yeah that's that's how I started in terms of like the second year starting you probably had to do this too I had to come in early not only for the job but also because France was on the red list I think so or amber or something and so I had to come early to campus and quarantine for two weeks before uni actually started I you see COVID is just a bore <laughs> to me at the men's um I think I, I did have to, I think uh, it wasn't two weeks, it was 10 days, because I think Spain oh, okay. wasn't on the, I think Spain was in the green list. Ooh, okay. Which is right? a shocker, <laughs> honestly. Um, but apparently, for what I remember, it was in the green list, but you still had to isolate anyway. We had to isolate 10 days. Like, at the time, even if you were part of a green country, you had to isolate, I'm pretty mm. sure. So, I isolated for 10 days, didn't really leave the house. I know people who did. I know I know people who like came back and they just skipped quarantine really. Really? Um they they would do like the first few days and then they were like fuck this. Which is a personal preference. However, I decided to stay in my yeah. house. So um, you did it at your is it the same house you're in now? You didn't go to campus. No, because for me, I only had accommodation for first year. Oh, okay. And after that, I had to find a house. So we found a house. It's not the one that I'm in now. Yeah. Now I'm in a different house because you need to sort of like change every year. Like for this year, people people that I lived with last year, they're like doing years abroad mm. and like years in the industry and stuff like that. So they're not living with me right now. Okay. But I had to isolate in the house. I Because did you have to like text your flatmates when you wanted to use the kitchen and like go out in a mask no how did you do it they never made me they never made me oh, do okay. that I think I spent a lot of time in my room mm. but I they didn't really care like I didn't leave the house but I stayed 
like I was in contact with them. It's not that they were against me being in communal spaces, but like I tried my best to keep my distance anyway and only go into the kitchen when people who weren't fully comfortable with me like walking around weren't yeah. in there. And I also didn't touch anybody else's things. I like sat in a completely separate yeah. couch unless they were okay with me sitting next to them. I think I took a COVID test when I got back anyway and it came back negative. I think. <laughs> I don't remember. I've taken so many at this point I that know. it's really all just I blur. have it. It's in my bullet journal. It's literally like a booklet of just like test receipt after test receipt. Yeah. It's so bad. That's what I had to do. You had to do 14 days. So I did it. Um, I did it on campus. Um, they were offering that for international students. Um, so I did it there and it was in a different accommodation to the accommodation I was living in for the rest of the year. And um, I remember before we went, like before we had to move in, we got an email with all the rules and everything. And it was so, I remember being like, this is a mistake because they were like, you cannot leave your room. If there's someone else in the kitchen, do not go in the kitchen. Like they really wanted us. It was, um, it was a flat. I think it was six of us. Um, and the way that they were talking about it is they were like, you're not interacting with any of them. You're not allowed to go in the kitchen at the same time all of this stuff, um, which I understand, but it's also, you're then, you're putting all of us in the same room only to tell us like, oh, you can't be in the same room. So I'm like, why, why? Um, But my, all of my housemates. (laughs) What was the reason? (laughs) What was the reason? So I went, um, had to, they didn't have an elevator. I had so much to carry, brought it back up brought it to my room and I I specifically remember the first day we were all in our rooms I think I was like possibly the last one to arrive we all like stayed in our rooms for a little bit and then all of a sudden we all ended up popping our heads out at the same time and I remember we were all like is everyone really like scared about COVID does everyone like blah 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 and we end up realizing that like we were all fine with hanging out with each other which I'm really grateful for looking back because I think it would have been so much to not do that um and yeah I think we ended up staying for I feel like it was like 16 days or something because I remember I had to email the person in charge of it and being like because the date just felt wrong the day they told us we could leave just felt wrong and they tried to explain it to me and I didn't get it um but we ended up staying there for a while I think I was worried that I would catch COVID and that I had caught it in the Mm -hmm. plane But I didn't. That wasn't when I got it. I was fine. And it was just like, we're not like, my friends like being indoors. We like spending a lot of time with each other, but we tend to just like watch movies or just like talk or have like listening parties and like play music. So, or like just drink in the house for the, for the like, for the sake of it. We, we, you know so I was like it was fine it didn't feel like anything was wrong I was just like well I'm slightly vitamin d deprived yet again (laughs) but aside from that it was a pretty normal experience because everyone was pretty relaxed about Mm, it that's good friends my some of my Spanish friends came to see me and they were like they were outside in the doorway and I was like inside my house so there was like a two meter distance and whatnot and we just chatted uh, like at my doorstep (laughs) 
for like half an hour just like yeah I'm fine I'm happy how are you that's you know? so cute then lockdown was over and I started university how was that how was starting university with COVID because I remember did you have like a lot of what's it called like scares a lot of corona scares you know I think we spoiler it's not a spoiler um but we ended up getting COVID I think up until we got COVID we didn't really have that many scares I think it was after that we started getting panicked and like if any of us got sick we'd be like fuck it's COVID um but I don't know I I don't remember us really panicking about it much before we actually got it did you hmm I my house had so many really to the point where we devised a little corona chart Oh my god. That we stuck to the wall. And I think it said something like plague rat chart or something like that. And it was, you you needed to put a tally next to your name every time you were the one to cause a scare. Oh no. Yeah. And then if you did get COVID, like, you, 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 not one. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. (laughs) Um, So we had... A scare like every other week. Really? Yes. Think about the fact that there's eight of us. There was eight of us last yeah. year. And quite a few of them had boyfriends and girlfriends. Mm. And like people were coming. Like they, their partners were like coming into the yeah. house. Not me because I'm still single. <laughs> but they had people come into the house. And it was it was causing a lot of like stress because it was like well I don't want to catch COVID you know if I can avoid it I'd rather not I don't want to catch COVID and we had so many like house meetings about it like emergency house meetings where we were like okay we need to put like boundaries because I feel like we're getting a lot of corona scares And I feel like it would be, we were like, I think it would be best if we limit the amount of people that come into the house, no communal spaces. If you want to bring your partner straight to your room, let us, let everyone know beforehand that they're coming Mm -hmm. over, obviously, Um, and try to not meet them in the house, if that's possible. But that also caused a lot of issues, because obviously, like, people can't just always be going to their partner's house, like... You know, you go to it's theirs, they, they come to yeah. yours. Like, it was really hard. I think it was also really scary because, like, I didn't want to catch COVID because I was like, I, at the time, I didn't have an NHS number and I wasn't, and I wasn't registered with a GP. Fuck. I, I didn't register with a GP until after I caught COVID. Oh my God. Actually. Um, yeah, so I was shitting it because I was like, if I get COVID, I know that the NHS takes you in regardless, but I was like, I really don't want to like have to go through that without being registered mm. in the UK because I have like, um, what's it called? Private health care. I have the public health care in Spain, but I also have private health care because my parents were like, you're getting private health care. Um, so I have that. But my private health care isn't necessarily, like, not every... Right. Yeah, yeah. Not everyone takes private health care. 
it really depends on what company you use yada 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 so i was like well i'm re i really don't want to risk it um spoiler we did end up getting covid but it's actually a really funny story because not everyone did in the house which is just wild yeah but that that was like before we got covid that was like a lot of corona scares the corona chart keeping track of everyone there were so many Jeez. so many scares we would we would all just like go hand in hand to get like <laughs> tested tests because the nhs did provide tests and i feel like we really shouldn't have done that i wasn't actually that aware of like how much the shortage of coronavirus like, i know tests. but i i feel like in in my uni i don't know how they did it or, or how they got it but they were promoting people to be getting tested. Like they were like, do it every week. And it's like, sure, I'll do it, but you're going to run out. <laughs> so no. Yeah. Cause I have a friend from London and she was like, they're, they're running out in yeah. London and here. Cause we had, we had a testing site literally right next to the university gym, just in like the parking lot next to it. So it was really easy for you to just book it and go. We weren't taking tests every week. It was the person who was like, oh, X person that I've been in contact with has tested positive. I'm going to go get a test. And if they test positive, we all, exactly. test. we all go get a test, you know. But everyone was negative for a Hopman's until October nah. hit. This is a funny story, basically. For... I want to say three or four of the girls that I lived with next year. I still live with some of them today. Um, we went out for, for a little like shopping trip. We got like food. We went to Five Guys. We go to Five Guys. And Ellen, our, our social media editor and manager, she says, I don't want to alarm anybody, but this burger doesn't taste like <gasps> No! God. And we were all like, oh, no. what? We were like, oh. <laughs> and she and she was like, yeah, the fries don't taste what? like anything. Like, what the fuck? And at first I was like, hmm. But then I was like, nah, it's probably because it was also October. So we were like, flu season yeah. is coming. She might just have a cold. It's not that rare. You'll literally be just yeah. fine. Like, take a test just to check, but it'll definitely come back negative. None of us thought that it was COVID. Um, two days later, I get woken up at 6 a.m. by Ellen crying. <laughs> she, like, barged in my room crying, and she was like, I've tested positive. <sighs> Mind you, it's 6 a.m. I've just woken up, and I'm oh, like, no. <laughs> what? So... She was just like, I'm just really scared to send the message in the group yeah. chat. Like, everyone's going to hate me. They're going to think that it's my fault. Um, and I was like, you need to let yeah. them know. Because we need to all get tested now. So, we... She sent the message. And we all booked a test for that day pretty much i think that day or the day after and you just see like eight people hand in hand no. walking down fucking <laughs> to, to the university campus to get tested one after the other 
and I tested positive. Uh, one of my guy flatmates from last year, his name's Ben. Ben, if you're listening to this, hello. <laughs> ben tested positive. Ellen obviously had tested positive. And that's it. Really? Three out of eight people tested positive. But here's the thing. Abby, another one of my flatmates, I still live with her today. Hello, mm-hmm. Abby. Shout out to you if you're listening to this. So many I shout know. outs in these episodes. Um, Abby was really sick. She was coughing a lot. Like, she was going through it. Yeah. But she had tested negative. Really? And then when she started getting... We here's the thing. We don't know if she actually got it in the end because when she started getting symptoms, she went to take another test, but they like she like didn't do the test properly. Oh. So they had to give her another one right then and there. Did the test, and then when she put it in the little like tube yeah. thing, the lady that came to pick it up scanned the wrong one. She scanned the wrong test and also she wouldn't have gotten results anyway because she accidentally, instead of putting her birthday, put the the date <laughs> of the day she took the test. Oh my god! Um, so she wasn't going to get any results. What the fuck? But, <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. So she was born, like, October of 2020. Oh. Um, so we don't know if she actually had it, but she was going through oh, it. No. Which we took as a sign. That she did have it. And then my other flatmate, Ella, she thinks that she got it, like, way back when. Like, beginning Mm. of COVID. Because she had a really bad... Her, like, lymph nodes were super, super inflamed for a while. To the point where she was, like, trigger warning, vomiting and, like, being really sick for a few weeks. So... She she had, like, a super high fever. She was going through it as well way, way back when. So she thinks that she had it and, like, and that's why she didn't get it again. Mm. Um, And then my other three flatmates, so Will, another girl, and another guy who's also named Ben, they didn't get it, like, at all. Um, They stayed for a little bit. But they all ended up, like, leaving the house um, for the time that we were, yeah, for the time that we were isolating. Because if the majority of the house is, like, sick. Yeah, might as well. They ended up leaving. And then we found out. Because we were like, how the fuck did you get COVID? Because Ellen, like, we are very much homebodies. So we don't really, we do do things outside and we do go out, but not that often. So we were like, literally, what have you done? (laughs) to get covid like where have you been because at the time she was like doing like rugby tryouts and she was like maybe i got it at rugby but it wasn't that we later on found out and i'm gonna throw ben under the bus a little bit but it is what it is we later because ben at the time he worked at the hospital (gasps) oh no yeah just like what do you call like auxiliar he was like just yeah. helping out he doesn't have a medicine degree or anything like that he was just helping out at the hospital um and he obviously like 
he worked, I think, in radiology, so he would take patients to get right. x-rays and scans and things like that. And apparently, before, like, a few days before Ellen tested positive, Ben had had a fever. Uh, no! Very, apparently a very mild fever for a few hours in the morning, and then it went away. Oh, no. So he didn't say oh, anything. Oh, no. Poor Ellen thinks it yeah. was her. Oh. I know. Wow. So, yeah. Ben, hospital, came home, fever, Ellen, COVID. My God. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. It was it was rough. And when we found out, we went off on his ass. Peace and love, Ben. But that was such a dumb move. Because at the time, whatever, whenever we, like, my pinky toe hurts. Exactly. We would say it. We'd send a message. We'd be like, hey, I'm feeling funky. Yeah. Hey, like, I have a headache. Exactly. Because at the time, I was also getting a lot of tension headaches. I had, I have a lot of headaches as is. So, like, whenever I had a headache, I was, like, messaging the group chat. Yeah. Or if I had a cough, I was like, by the way, I have a little cough. Everyone was doing it. And Ben kept it a secret. No. And then we all got COVID. Oh, my God. Jesus. Mine was a little different than yours. So, like I said, I was an RA. I was an RLC. RLC? That's what they called it in my school. But um, it, I was a residential advisor. And I was in charge of the whole block in my accommodation. So, that's like 22 flats or something. It wasn't that much, but it was like, you know, a decent amount of people during yeah. times when no one knows what the fuck is going on. So... Um, I was in charge of them, and the entire year I had such a dilemma. It was, it was to be fair, looking back on it now, it was quite stressful, because I obviously understood the importance of staying in, of not spreading the virus, of all of that. But obviously at uni, um, people were still going out, people were still doing all that stuff. At my uni, they promised us in-person classes, and they were like, yeah, 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 please come back, because we will be doing stuff in person. Some might be online, but most will be in person. Um, now that that year is over, I can say that a lot of people, including myself, I never went in once um, during the whole school year, because everything was online, or it wasn't safe to go in. Um, so that was a whole thing. Um, so people were kind of tricked onto going into campus and then ending up alone in this, you know, in these accommodations. Our campus is like away from the city. So we were literally like countryside, like there's nothing to do. You're just on campus and that's it. Um, and I had this whole dilemma because I know how tough quarantining and like staying in and just you know, these are all freshers, they're new to university, they know no one, they don't know the city, they're stressed. Um, and it was really bothering me because I, I knew how bad it can be for them to have to stay in that long for their mental health. Yeah. Um, and like, as much as I understood it, I also think, you know, it's not mentally healthy for them to be staying in, to not make friends, to, you know, have all of this stuff. Um, and so I went back and forth the entire year about like how strict do I want to be when I know people in the in the block or meeting other people or having parties or doing whatever. Um, 
and so that was a whole dilemma I was having. Um, and I just tried not to do, to invite people over. Um, I think especially in the, especially towards the end, my housemates and I kind of came to an agreement of like, we can invite occasionally people that we see all the time and try and like keep it as safe as we can um because I do think like it's a it's a huge strain and I just remember like before moving in I was like this year's gonna be a disaster in terms of suicide rates I remember that was a big mm. thing trigger warning oh my sorry God, guys yeah. but that was that was my like big fear is um is yeah like suicide and and you know self-harm and all of that it's so easy when you're alone and um that's why that was that was really playing with me um so I tried not to be too harsh but then also keep in mind like the severity of like COVID and everything um and (laughs) so that was like September and then um October um one of my housemates was like I think I have a sore throat and like three other people agreed. oh no three other people agreed and we were like yeah but we th- it's a cold we were all it was it was a cold like we were so sure you the first thing you do is be in denial oh to be we were in denial for so long <laughs> it was so bad you're like we're not we're we didn't get covid right? we're safe um, we didn't get covid so we we were like let's just get tested just to be safe but it's not covid but let's go get tested so we go we get tested that was my first test i think that i ever did um and we went in had to do it ourselves turned it in went home and I feel like for us they took a while to get back to us we thought they lost it for a while because we were like it just just, they just never got back to us and then a few days later um some of us got a response we checked it and we up to this point we had we were like um when I say we were convinced I mean like we believed with all of our heart that yeah. we did not have COVID. People were yeah. people had lost their taste of their sense of taste, their sense of smell. We were like, it's fine. No, it's just because we have a cold and our like sinuses are blocked, oh God, yeah. so we just can't taste as much. It's so fine. Like we don't have COVID. Um, obviously, we stayed in until we got the results to make sure and everything. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> surprise, bitch! People that got their results tested positive and we were positive. like what i remember we were so shocked we were like no fucking way like what i remember and then um i got my test back a few days later also still surprised it was positive but i didn't lose my taste of sense or uh, my taste of sense my sense of taste <laughs> or my sense of smell um but i i got quite sick um and we did that everyone eventually ended up getting tested I think few people didn't get tested in our house and then eventually they did it um they got tested positive as well um and to be fair as much as it was obviously like stressful times and all of that I remember I think that is when our house got the closest because we just had to be together and like hang out and we would be like in pain but together um (laughs) um and like we kept on people kept on losing their their taste so we kept on ordering out to see like would this meal like let you taste something and it was just no (laughs) the answer was no but we just wouldn't have it um there's we used to play among us 
all the time. Oh like, yeah. Every night we would play. Yeah, we did a lot of that. I had um let me look at my at my bullet journal because I remember I wrote some stuff. Oh yeah. My um so my haha my <laughs> flatmate's parents <laughs> <laughs> my flatmate's parents obviously found out that we had COVID and the sweethearts they came they were in London. They came down to Brighton and gave us like two weeks worth of groceries for the whole house not just for that parent for that student it was for everyone and we did like house meals together um like every night we would have a house meal which we kept up for the rest of the year we would do like we did so much together um we watched euphoria um yeah had a bunch of stuff um yeah it was really it was really we had a sign on the front of our on our door i'll see if i can find it um a picture of it but it was like because we we had gotten the result or we had gotten the test we were waiting for the results so we put a sign on our on our door being like it was like we may have covid and we were like awaiting results and then um a few days went past we got the results back so we crossed out the may and we were like we have covid and then instead of awaiting results we crossed out awaiting and we were like test results dot dot positive um and that was like our little sign to tell people to like go away to like not enter. Lydia and I had that. Really? Lydia and I had that because we yeah, but but it wasn't it was because we ordered a lot of packages because we didn't mm, yeah. like we didn't want to go out. So Amazon was the only thing that was coming in and out of yeah. the house. Um so we put a poster that was like please ring the doorbell and leave the package at the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did anyone actually do that? <laughs> no. But um yeah. I think to be fair, as much as it was a disaster, it was fun and it was how we got really close and probably the reason why I'm yeah. living with them this year. Um, but we did that. And I'm also really like proud of my block. Um, I obviously don't know about the rest of the like campus, but I know my block, a lot of people ended up getting COVID from going out, from meeting with people, from doing all of that. Um, but when they actually got covid they would stay in and they like respected the like quarantine and everything so i know that's not like a hundred percent perfect but i don't know i think for me it was so important to try and like understand their perspective and see how like Mm. if i was a first year being told by the uni yeah you're gonna have in-person classes you're gonna meet people it's gonna be great and you show up and you're locked inside your house that's a lot for like this new experience a lot of people are new country new university have no friends it's it's a lot for them to deal with as well um so in that sense I was I was quite proud of them um and yeah that's uh that was my quarantine (laughs) how was COVID like the experience of having COVID for you like personally like emotionally physically mentally I remember emotionally it was a lot because I was worried um, um, about people I had given it to. Like I had been to the store before as well. And I remember that was, it's so stressful. I didn't realize how much and how quickly it spreads, I think is a whole other thing. Um, like it, I think that was that was the thing, giving it to other people was a yeah. thing that stressed me out. I most, remember I felt got so it. guilty. Yeah, because think about the fact that Ellen said that she couldn't taste anything. Yeah. When we'd, like, we had lunch before we went shopping. Yeah. And we tried to play it off because we were like, there's no way. You've literally done nothing. Like, 
we haven't been to any parties. We haven't been in contact with anyone exactly other than our house. So we were like, there's no way that you have like that you've caught COVID. So we went to lunch and then we went to a bunch of different stores that I then had to like put in the little form. Once you test positive, they either call you or send you a form, all of them places. And I was just like, that is literally so I think that's the worst. That was the worst yeah. part for me, like having to tell people, I like, so I have COVID. Yeah, I think for me, that was a huge thing. And obviously, people reacted in different ways as well, which is understandable. But obviously, if it was my choice, I wouldn't have gotten it um, at all. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I think that was that was a lot. I'm genuinely like, I'm so grateful for my housemates, because I think in terms of the actual staying in and stuff like that, I really enjoyed it. Like I feel guilty saying it, but it was it's, no, it's but how we it got close. Sense. Like that's how I don't think had we not gotten COVID, we we wouldn't have been as close. Um and so that was fun in terms of like symptoms. I didn't lose taste or smell. I felt like I had run a marathon for so long. Like I was so sore. I the body aches were so real. I could not get out of bed. Like I think I had a fever for a few days. Um so I was okay. I think towards the end cuz this usually happens like I when I get sick, my asthma gets triggered once I'm done being sick and then for like a month mm. after I just can't breathe properly. Um I think that kind of happened, but not as much as like when I just get like a cold or something. So that was um that was interesting and then um oh the other thing was I told I waited as long as I could to tell my parents because I feel like that was a lot um and I remember I told my dad and my brother called me after and he was like every night so my brother and my dad live in the states and every night they watch a movie it's just a very like normal thing for us to do in our family when we have dinner we'll watch something um and the day I told him my brother called me later and he was like hey um heard you had COVID like are you okay and I was like yeah yeah and he was like um yeah I think dad's taking it quite hard because after you told him um we had just finished making dinner so I was like do you want to watch something what are we watching tonight and he was like no I think I'm just gonna go to bed oh and I was like I know and my dad doesn't like he doesn't show his emotions very often he doesn't get upset very often so when he said that I felt so guilty I was like fuck because at that point I knew I was gonna be fine like I I I was like it's okay we've like the hardest part has been and it was hard but like I knew I I, there was no point where I was like I need to go to the hospital or anything like that um (laughs) and I remember he had to mail me my insurance card from the states (laughs) so like by the time the quarantine had ended the card still wasn't there. <laughs> the card <laughs> arrived like a week after we ended the quarantine, and I was like, okay. Um, but he like sent it in like a in like a happy birthday card to make sure it was like safe and fine and um Aww. and yeah. So that was that was my my oh we played oh my god last thing <laughs> sorry I just looked at my notes again. Um, we played um we played hide and seek around the house. But it's like, it was a flat, so it's a tiny thing. There was nowhere to hide, but we just found places. But that's the best part. Yeah, it was so cute. And and that's why, for me, that part was fun. But I just, it was a a lot of, like, the other people that weren't a part of it that I felt bad for, like, involving. But how was your experience? Yeah. Um, Symptoms-wise, 
I couldn't taste anything. Because I remember it was so devastating because we found out, like, the day that we found out that we had COVID, we got Papa John's. And I was just sitting there with my stuffed crust margarita pizza and my garlic dip. (laughs) And nothing. And it didn't taste like anything. I was devastated. (laughs) It was so sad. I was like, I don't want to eat anymore. Like, I can't taste anything. This makes, like, no... Like, this doesn't bring me any joy. Like, I'm wasting money on food that I'm not enjoying. I remember my housemates. I felt so bad because a lot of them lost their taste. And we kept on ordering more and more food to see like oh maybe this will make it like happen or something and we had burgers and they were actually really good burgers and it was a blast and all the people that like could could taste were having the time of their life and I looked over at one of my housemates Artie and he was like um he just looked so defeated and so I was like are you okay like what's going on and he was like it tastes like a sponge (laughs) it tastes like a sponge but yeah it sounded horrible it 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 was really like you felt really really defeated Mm. I also like my dad is a really big hypochondriac Uh. and I think that I'm kind of a hypochondriac as well Mm. because like I would wake up every morning and the first thing that I would think is like do I feel any different do I feel like I have (laughs) any other symptom has any symptom left my body like how am I feeling today so I felt like I couldn't taste anything for about a week oh my god um I felt really sore not like I had run a marathon but I was just like really tired and then at some point like I started to feel like pressure on my chest (gasps) but I was like I was like is this a symptom or is this just anxiety (laughs) (laughs) about getting any more symptoms do you know what I mean because when I because when I feel anxious I like I feel pressure on my chest yeah. so I was like I don't know what this is. Yeah. Um but aside from that I didn't get a fever. I didn't get a cough. Like my lymph nodes were inflamed, but I didn't get a cough. Mm. Um and aside from that, like I think that was it. And I told I told my parents like when did I tell my parents? I think I called my parents and I was like, I'm getting tested. <laughs> um, yeah, I was trying to like make it, make it like lighthearted. Yeah, just like, exactly. I'm like going sorry. to get my first coronavirus test. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, and they were like, oh, you'll be fine. Blah, blah, blah. Go get my test. Two days later, call them again. And I'm like, it is me, <laughs> your COVID-infested daughter. Oh, no. Hello. <laughs> and my mom was like, well, Whoops. like they were, they were really chill about it. Um, I'm sure they were worried. Yeah. But they were like, did you think they were going to be well, mad? No, mm. I don't think they were going to be mad because I, I knew that it wasn't me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm. So I was like, this happened. Turns out Ben's the (laughs) culprit of... Here's the thing. We don't know for sure if it's Ben, but we all believe that it's it's Ben. Ben. But, like, it's Ben. Ben, if you're listening, it's on you and you know it. No, I will say it. Ben, it's on you and you know it. Oh, no. And, yeah, I think they were worried, but it wasn't like... 
yeah, yeah. a super intense concern. Mm. Um, I would just like, I think I called them during my quarantine again. And I was just like, I just don't taste anything. Aww. Like, I'm sad. <laughs> Food doesn't taste good anymore. No. My chest hurts. <sighs> and my dad was like, oh, call the, call the, like, family doctor. And I was like, dad, I'm in the UK. Like, if I call this man, <laughs> his phone bill. Oh my God, that's true. Is going to be <gasps> Imagine. fucking iconic. Jesus. So I was like, I'm just going to wait it out. <laughs> So I did. I didn't call anybody. I just waited it out. I was like, if in 10 days I don't feel fine or better, I I will go. But I eventually gained my sense of taste and smell back. My throat didn't hurt as much. Like, I was fine. Um, I actually felt pretty perfect on the 8th day Mm. or the ninth day. Yeah, but it actually not last that long. No, for a lot of people, yes, but yeah. I know people who did lose their sense of taste for a really long people time. People lost it for months. Yeah, I didn't. I got it back pretty quick. And COVID, we had, we celebrated 2020 Halloween in COVID. No. Whilst, whilst we were in lockdown, like, yeah, whilst we were quarantining. Oh. Um, Yeah, it was... It was the eight, well, not the eight of us, like six of us who were still in the house. We just drank, put music yeah. on, went to bed at like 1 a.m. <laughs> we were like, fuck this. Oh, no. Um, but yeah, it was, it was fine. Very like mentally draining because all I ever think about, all I ever thought about was like, what symptoms do I have? Yeah. How am I feeling okay? Like, I'm more tired than yesterday. Oh, today I have a headache. Yeah. And I'm like, Becca, you have a headache like every other day. Like, relax. But at the same time, I have a headache. Wait, what What else happened that year? I feel like after that, it was just a lot more of, like, just being careful, understanding. I don't think people realized how deep it was until it, like, affected their friends or the people around them. Um, yeah. But I feel like that was a big part of that year. I don't know if there's anything else from second year that was. I don't think so. I think we should end it here because yeah. this is getting pretty long. Um, we might do a part three about vaccines. Yeah, and traveling. And how that went COVID. down. Yes. We'll do a part three. Stay tuned for that. Um, thank you so much for listening to part two of our COVID extravaganza. Stay tuned for a part three. But aside from that, yeah, we'll see you in the next one. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. Before the coffee, before the coffee, before the coffee gets cold, before the coffee gets cold. Thank you for tuning in to Becca and Rose's shitty podcast. They're no longer available at this time, but they'll be back next week. Probably. potentially if everything goes well um in the meantime you can reach us on instagram at before the coffee gets cold podcast how do i end this